The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whitbeer, the neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina, found at Total Wine locations at Burkdale, Ballantyne, Woodlawn, Concord, and Total Wine and more, Parktown Village. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. Hello, my name is Precious Rose Dunlap, and this is my mother, Michelle Timberlake Roll, founder of Marjorie's Beef Jerky Incorporated. We would at this time like to thank our new customers as well as our repeating customers for your business. For every one million orders that we receive, our company is giving two million dollars away to the bottom of 400 of our paid customers. You see, that's the way we roll! So come place an order at www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. That's www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. Marjorie's Beef Jerky is the best tasting beef jerky on this planet. Marjorie's Beef Jerky dot com. Yeah, that's right. Because that's the way we roll. These are the days when you wish your bed was already made. HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, November 8th. I'm Donald Ware. Hope you had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And uh, let's do this. We're going to take a look at the Week 10 HBCU Football Scoreboard. Week 10 kicked off on Thursday night. Nationally televised game. Um, As a matter of fact, again, nationally televised game. As a matter of fact on ESPN2 where Morgan State upset Delaware State 20 to 14 as we go through the HBCU football scoreboard I'm going to tell you the real significance of that win by Morgan State Langston dropped its second game in a row falling in double overtime to Arizona Christian 40 to 37 and you know the Lions got to get it together now right one more game as it looks towards the NAIA playoffs. Southwestern Assembly of God, 63. Texas College, nothing. The I tell you what, the struggles continue for the Steers. Alcorn State with a, a loss to Bethune-Cookman. Bethune-Cookman with a big victory over Alcorn State, 35-31. to 31. If you remember on last week, I said that, listen, Alcorn State's a little bit vulnerable, Right? Coming off that loss to Southern. Meanwhile, Bethune-Cookman had a bye week, right? And Terry Sims, the head coach, talked about going back uh, to the basics. And this is ultimately what happened. Bethune-Cookman gets its first victory of the season. Alabama A&M's won a couple in a row, defeated Mississippi Valley State 42-14. Lincoln of Missouri falling to Emporia State 56-21. Jackson State uh, defeated Texas Southern 41-21. to Early on, Texas Southern had a lead, went a little bit tit for tat, and then Jackson State's talent uh, just took over, and that defense 
Uh, even though that defense now gave up uh, a bunch of yards rushing, like maybe 200 and in excess of 250, I think, uh, but ultimately got the job done. And the thing about Jackson State, couple of really big games to end uh, the season, uh, some tough games, Southern, and then, of course, uh, the big game against Old Corn State. Miles wrapping up the SIAC's Western Division. 52-23 over Tuskegee. Miles has Tuskegee's number. Miles and Albany State going to play in the SIAC championship game next Saturday. Bowie State all over Elizabeth City State. Left absolutely no doubt. Beat the Vikings 79-6. North Carolina A&T snapped a three-game losing streak. Uh, defeating, that is, Charleston Southern 21-18. to It was Shawan ending the season on a right note. Defeated Lincoln of Pennsylvania 28-12. to Hampton in overtime, getting the victory over Gardner-Webb 27-21. to It was Livingstone defeating Johnson C. Smith 17-3 in the commemorative classic, of course. Uh, we talk, uh, we use the hashtag HBCU29 because... On December 27th of 1892, these two teams met uh, in Salisbury. It was Kentucky State all over Central State, 63 to nothing. In the Raleigh Classic in Raleigh, North Carolina, St. Augustine's with the upset of Shaw, 21-17. to Florida Memorial, second win of the season, defeated Weber International, 34-31. to Arkansas Pine Bluff getting its Second victory of the season, 33-26 to 26 over Grambling. Prairie View A&M had to come from behind to defeat Alabama State 24-20 to 20 before the Panthers. With that loss by Alcorn State, the, the Prairie View, trying to think. So Prairie View pretty much, I believe, has wrapped things up because Alcorn State has two losses. Uh, well, no, not, not really. Not really, really, because those two teams – still have to play each other. Matter of fact, I think they play uh, on Saturday, so Prairie View A&M would have to win one more game. Tennessee State had its winning streak snapped. Lost to UT Martin, 41-20. to Albany State making a statement in the Fountain City Classic in Columbus, Georgia, 57 to nothing over Fort Valley State. And, of course, Albany State had already wrapped up the SIAC's Eastern Division. Benedict ending the season on the right note. Five and five, the Tigers on the season defeated Lane 50, uh, excuse me, 34 to 30. And, uh, you know, Lane really started off well, but uh, didn't necessarily finish well. Morehouse defeated Clark Atlanta 35 to 26 in the Battle of Schools in Atlanta. Winston-Salem State made it close against Fayetteville State but lost to the Broncos 10-3. And I said, you know, if you're Fayetteville State, you want to win this football game, no doubt, even though you've already wrapped it. You, you want to win every game, right? But, I mean, you want to you I mean, go out. This is a rivalry game, and it was a close game. No doubt about it. Fayetteville State escapes with the 10-3 victory. Norfolk State, well, excuse me, North Carolina Central in double overtime. Over Norfolk State, 38-36. to 36. And when you look at this football game, right, this is a matchup of two coaches that know each other. We talked about this on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast on Friday. Both coaches 
know each other well. They were teammates at North Carolina Central. And remember, Trey Oliver, the head coach at North Carolina Central, was the defensive coordinator for Trey Oliver at Southern for many, or at least for three years. And uh, big win, it was homecoming in Durham. South Carolina State slips by Howard 15-12. to 12. So remember when I was talking about the significance of uh, Delaware State's loss? So look, Norfolk State was undefeated. Now it's not. North Carolina Central has one loss. South Carolina State now controls its own destiny. Okay, one more conference game remaining against Norfolk State. So Norfolk State still has an opportunity. But, I mean, had Delaware State won that game against Morgan State, then it's still sort of in the hunt. Because I believe one loss, if you have a, if, if multiple teams have one loss, then the way the MEAC does it is that it would be, or the same amount of losses, I should say, or the same record in conference, then I think what the MEAC does is call it a tie. Now, of course, in the playoffs, if, if you had, you know, they would pick, for instance, well, it just depends. I mean, I remember one year, what was that, 2014, where we had five teams that, that all had the same record. If Morgan State ended up, it was a, a sort of a complicated deal. But anyway, that was a that was a major loss by Delaware State, put itself out of the race right now. Virginia Union defeated Virginia State 20-13. to Virginia Union started the season off very slowly, but rebounded at the end of the season, uh, right, to finish 6-4. and four. West Virginia State, another team, started the season off slow, has rebounded. It's got one more game, 6-4 and four in the season now, defeated West Liberty 33-28, also 6-3 and three in Mount East play. And I, I don't I don't think that th- those three losses, I think that's a, too, a little bit too many losses in the Mountain East. Savannah State with the 24 to nothing victory over Edward Waters. Savannah State looking to keep its Division II playoff hopes alive. And Florida A&M playing as well as anybody right now. Defeated Southern 29-17. to And I, I really believe, you know, Florida A&M can close out the season with two victories. Really has a shot uh, at a a playoff berth. Now, it has an outside shot at that winning that Eastern Division and playing uh, in that SWAC championship game. And listen, uh, Jackson State, again, as I mentioned, has two tough games ahead of it uh, with Southern and Old Corn State. Let's say Jackson State loses both of those games. That would be two losses. Florida A&M wins out. Florida A&M would win the East. That's going to be a tall order because Jackson State – is playing so well, but I do think that Florida A&M has a legitimate shot, I think, and should anyway, at an at-large berth in the FCS playoffs. So that's going to wrap it up for today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast. On tomorrow, it is Takeaway Tuesday. I'm going to give you some of my thoughts more specifically on some of the games from Week 10 in HBCU Football. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. If you have any thoughts, you can let us know on Twitter, at Box2Row. Also, follow us while you're there. Talk with you tomorrow.
BoxToRow.com is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the game of the week feature to interviews to the latest news in the world of HBCU sports, BoxToRow.com has you covered. Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? BoxToRow.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All-American teams and weekly media coaches polls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And BoxToRow.com. Your HBCU sports leader.